Well, hello there. Good evening and welcome. And yes, you're definitely going to hear us roar. It's Strong and Sassy here on your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. My name's Enimwa Enim Adu, and as always, we're here for about an hour. Now, today we're having a conversation that um, is a very emotional one. Um, it's about children. And anything to do with children can be very emotional. But tonight we're talking about baby shaming and the pressure that society puts on women to have children. Um, it's almost as if we can't decide to choose whether we want to or not, when we want to or not, or even how we want to. And so we'll be having that conversation um, tonight. Joining me, I have two firsts. Um, so two guests whose first time it is on Strong and Sassy. And then um, I have one of my regular assassins um, also joining us. So let me start in-house. We have Marilyn Suta, Mrs. Marilyn Suta. Um, she's joining us this evening without her husband. Um, those of you who listen to us so that Marilyn's husband is always not too far away. Um, for Mel, when she comes on the show, hi, how is hubby? He's fine. He sending kisses. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. Oh, sure, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. And then joining us on Zoom, and um, we have two guests. So we have Whitney Boachi Mensa. She's the managing partner, innovation, um, and the founder of My Dear Sisters Keeper, the Winnitiative. Um, I hope I got that right. The Win Initiative. I love that. Um, so Whitney also joining us for the first time. And then guess what, guys? We are breaking the molds. So for the first time in a really long time, we have a guy. Ooh. Yes, on Strong and Sassy. I know that for a lot of you, this means that the floodgates are open. Um, therefore, there will be men on all the... The men have been fighting to have a say. Wow. Um, but yeah, joining us tonight is Adolf Ewuku Bekwe, um, he'll be bringing us a, a very um, different perspective. I'm um, talking about the uh, mental health side, and um, he's also a, an advocate as well for um, for for baby shaming and well against baby shaming and all of that. So, so that's us tonight. Hi, Marilyn. Um, let me just pop on Zoom quickly and see if my guests on Zoom can hear me. Um, hello, Whitney. Hello, Adolf. Hi, um, Hi. good is, evening um, to both of you. You're welcome. WBM and the W Initiative. So just just a quick correction. I'm sorry, can you say that again? My company is Innovations Events WBM. Okay. And it's my dear sister's keeper GH and the win in the W Initiative. So just um that correction okay all right okay really sorry about that but thank you so much thank you for taking the time out to be here with us tonight um hello adolf hello hi yes good evening a voice for the male population of ghana <laughs> yes thank you so much for joining us tonight thank you for having me all right okay so i'm going to start in studio marilyn um you don't have kids. Yeah, What's kids. that like? Not yet. Oh, well, normal for me because mm. I, I do not allow these things to bother me. Uh -huh. I feel that um, when they have to come, they will come. 
that while they have not come, there's still a lot more to do. Mm. So I take advantage of their absence to pursue everything that I have to pursue. Now, I take it as God has given me time to be mm. able to catch up with certain things before they come in. Mm. Because when they come in, they are beautiful gifts, but they also take a lot of time. Of course, uh, and so, money. Exactly. So you need to be ready um, and be in that situation to be able to take care of them comfortably. Mm. I'm not saying that so everyone must wait till they have a truckload of money or a house full of money before you take care of children. But if you have that time to prepare, all the better. So it shouldn't be anything that anyone should really cry so much about. But I do understand that people um, get into very uncomfortable situations because of society. Anyway, I can tell you that many people who don't have children really are not that bothered until society comes in. Mm. It's society that makes the whole thing so worse and makes it feel that there is just something incomplete about you until you have children, your being a woman is not complete, you know. And in Africa, we place so much premium on having children, so much so that even when a woman is growing and um, there is no sign of a, a good suitor, you can be encouraged to at least have children. Mm. So that's how much value we place on children. Someone would, would not mind not having a house of their own, not having a car of their own, but at least they have children. To them, that is something of prestige. Oh, wow, ma. Oh, wow, worry. Oh, but wow. Yeah. Exactly. I, I get that. Uh -huh. so, get that. so that's just how it is. But other, honestly, for me, I'm fine. Outside of society's precious. Inside, inside, you're fine. I'm fine. Wow. Um, Whitney, let me come to you. So Marilyn is talking about the fact that on the inside, most women who don't have children yet are not too bothered until society starts to put pressure on them. So my question is, why does society still put so much pressure on women to have children? Um, it is not just society. I... I I have come to learn that sometimes it is even us women ourselves because um, we've been brought up, shaped, um, doctrines have, have sort of given us timelines for everything in life. Oh, you need to go to school. When you're done with school, you find a job. When you find a job then you you move on to having children so if at any point in time you are not doing things said way then it means that you have sort of failed at what you're supposed to do as a woman so sometimes it's not even society but it's because this is how we've been brought up and shaped so we think that at, at a certain point in my life, if I don't do it like that, then it means I failed. And one of the things that um, for us on My Dear Sisters Keeper GH, we are trying to break is the fact that like um, the first um, speaker said, society seemed to tie a woman's worth, a woman's um, success to the fact that she's had kids, she's married. And what we try to tell most people most of the time is that marriage, kids um, are all compliments that happen in life. Prior to all of that, 
you are very, very phenomenal. You are at whole. There's nothing wrong with you. And if we can believe that, you can actually say it to somebody, but it's they believing that makes makes the whole point worth it. So that is the norm we are trying to break to let people know that, listen, you're worth your whole with or without all these things. They are compliments and blessings that happens in life. Also, um, to do with the fact that women having children um, has to sort of run against a particular timeline because we're not like men who can have kids like at whatever age. So is it more of an encouragement yep. or criticism? It, it is also, it, it's a fact, I can't deny that um, chances of having a baby, their prime prime chances then as you grow older, that declines. But thankfully now there are options of what you can do. Um, it's just unfortunate that even in our system, there's so much ignorance that even when people do IVF, they are still looked at. Listen, when people even have cesarean sections i i I am one of those people who is very very loud about how people seem to judge you and say that you you do not even birth right if you do not have a vd as compared to a cesarean section and i think that is very crass because you you end up seeing women losing their lives because they've been they've been inducting so much to think that okay so if you even have a child and you have it via CS, then you really haven't had the child. And these are the same people that if you have IVF, they have problems with. If you use surrogacy, they have problems with. If you adopt, they, you, adopt a, you adopt a baby, they have a problem with. And people need to come to a point in their lives where they realize that people will talk regardless of whatever it is. Even if you have quote-unquote natural delivery and you have all girls society will ask you where is a boy if you have all boys society will ask you where is a girl people will talk regardless it is up to you to know who you are up to you to decide what you want to do with your life i have seen people who are now taking bold steps and taking um challenges upon themselves and saying that listen i'm at a certain age it hasn't happened but I feel like I can, okay, walk into a hospital, a good hospital, and ask that I want to have a procedure where my eggs, I know my eggs are safe in storage. And when it is time for me to have that, that will happen. So then in their prime years, they get to pick the eggs that do not, they are as active and won't decline as later years when they, they, they hit with life issues. So there are options. And... I don't think I, ra- I I always say that I would rather a responsible late parent than an irresponsible very early parent, and they they have no um, qualms about the fact that they've taken that decision and it's worked for them. I remember a few years ago um, I had an experience with. Um Actually, when I was pregnant with my son and this man of God um, just, you know, met me and decided that he was going to pray for me. And he was so, you know, 
on the against cesarean thing, you know, against cesarean, against cesarean, against cesarean. And I was thinking, like, a hundred years ago, so many women died because their babies were breached. Mm-hmm. And, and we hadn't developed the art mm-hmm. of, of the perfect cesarean. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, mm-hmm. um, we were losing a lot of mothers. But if there's an emergency and a cesarean is such the obvious and safe way to deliver the baby, then why must that be a problem? Also, actually, the, the recovery time for cesarean mm-hmm. is way longer mm-hmm. than the recovery time for um, natural childbirth. I mean, if you have a baby naturally, within a day or so, you're up and walking, you're fine. If you have a C-section for six weeks, you know, you're, you're, you've had stitches. There's mm-hmm. seven layers of tissue and muscle that you're cutting into. Mm-hmm. I mean, so let's kind of just be a bit more informed about some of these things so that we're not just passing judgment on things we don't know about. And I think that's what really gets me upset about this is how we judge things we have no idea about. I don't know if you caught the show that we had on... Um, egg freezing and surrogacy and adoption. We had a huge show on that a few weeks ago and it was very enlightening. Mm -hmm. Um, But then Whitney talks about the fact that people will still shame you, find a way um, to shame you. Do you wanna, you were telling me a story um, before we went on air about Mm -hmm. some of the things that people have said to you. Mm -hmm. I'd love if you would share some with us. (laughs) So there's somebody who's listening who, you know, has gone through the same thing and is just so down about it. Well, um, 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 if I must be honest with you, I had majority of, um, of, of shaming before I got married, mm-hmm. but not with, not with children issues. I've had a few people showing concern, but I think sometimes it's how they show the concern. They, they say it as if there is something wrong with you. And if it's, is it even concern? Well, we want to assume it is. Uh-huh. And it's the way they ask you, you know, someone just walks up to you and goes like, eh, hey, so what is happening? You know, when 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 is the child coming? And how many how many years now? Oh, it hasn't come. Or is it that you don't want it? Or or is it what is what is the problem? Have you been to the hospital? You go like ah. Wow, these are such personal questions. I mean, what's your business about my childbirth delaying? Mm. What has it got to do with you? Would you donate school fees? What will you do? Will you buy diapers? I mean, so. It's none of your business, but I guess that it's just something that society has picked along along the way to, to just, um, um, is it intentionally or unintentionally, intrude into people's privacy without knowing how much these things hurt them. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you go home and maybe hitherto you were not thinking about this, but then now you begin to spend some more time thinking, well, then is it really that late? What can I do about this? then plans you start thinking or should i go and see the doctor or should we start discussing this or should we you understand but anymore i want to say here and now and i want any lady listening to me to understand just as the light hands are not equal in this life we will all not get certain things Mm -hmm. as much as we would wish so much for it we should understand that just as everyone will not get married, everyone will not also have a child, even if they got married. Now, I'm, I would say that because I'm coming from the Christian background, yeah. where at least we um, know that the, the starting point, if you want to start bearing children, is to get married and have children. Not everybody would even get married. 
So so definitely childbearing is even out of the question for some people. Some two will get married and they won't have. It is a gift from God and he gives. As he wills. As he wills. But as um, um, Whitney said, you are complete without children. And we all came on this earth with a purpose. And no one came to this earth with the purpose of solely having children. Neither did anybody come to this world sent to marry. Apart from perhaps Adam and Eve. Maybe. Um, because <laughs> if they hadn't, then it's like, okay. You're exactly. Old, but yeah. So, I mean, we all came here with a divine task, something to do. Find that purpose and fulfill it. If God blesses you with children along the way, praise the Lord. If they don't come, that should not stop you from pursuing your dreams. Mm. Because I always tell my friends, especially those who are not married, marriage or no marriage, your life as you goes on. And when you have to stand before that throne to account, you are not accounting for why you didn't get married. No, you're not. Aha, you're accounting for why you were sent on this mm. earth. So these issues should not become a problem for anybody to now sit down and cry and now think even less of themselves as as trying as it can be because sometimes i won't i won't deny that it can be very discouraging you find maybe a young girl of let's say about 25 years old you saw her grow in the church then she marries and then boom in the first year that's it the second year it's like she just drinks water and gets pregnant yeah <laughs> you know and then by the time you realize okay three in chains and then in about a few years, you see them walking around and, you know, she has grown children and yeah, that's it. And then sometimes that girl even thinks that she's superior to you because she mm. has children. You see, but bottom line, it is a blessing from God. He gives as he wills. And until he gives you, pursue mm. your God-given task on this earth. I love that. Um, I love the way you were so vivid about the description of the 25-year-old girl because I can really imagine, mm -hmm. I mean, what that might feel like. Whitney, let me ask you, why do we as women ourselves place such a premium on our ability to have children when it's actually really not something that's in our control? Because our society has made it look like a woman either goes to the shop and there's a baby-making machine sitting there that she can have, buy and have a baby. I, I keep telling a lot of women we encounter, we, we talk to that. Um, recent research has even shown that there are more men who are infertile there are more men with issues of infertility than there are women. But it's, I, I, I kind of put it at ignorance that because the woman carries and because a man automatically can get an erection, so we equate erection with his fertile. And that is where a lot of the problem is. And unfortunately women have received that burden that even in the first place shouldn't be a burden to us so when society is harassing you nine months after your wedding why is there no baby um you you have finished school you have a good job you're enjoying your life why are you not having a baby 
as as if it's sold in stores and you're not buying one. And that's a lot of mindsets is wrapped around that. Sadly, it is more women who shame women for issues that we shouldn't be shaming each other for. For parts that we've worked on and we know how it feels. But we are first to shame women. Women are the same who shame other women for having CS. Sit in church groups and say that she is not a Hebrew woman enough. So she went the easier way. She chose the easier way. Women are the same who shame even women who are abused and have the courage to walk out of a marriage with their head held high and take their children with them. Whitney, women can I ask you something? Just sorry, yeah. to, I just want to ask you, where did that narrative come from that um, a cesarean section is easier than a natural childbirth? So, you know, you know, in the Bible, when the Israelites were leaving Egypt, yeah, they were told that the reason for prior to them leaving Egypt, anytime they had a baby, if it's a male child, you know, they were killing the male, male children yes. because they didn't want the tribe of Israel to be as powerful and as strong as the Egyptians. Mm. So... In the Bible, it is said that they were given extra strength. The Hebrew woman was given extra strength when she went to birth so that she would be able to deliver Quickly. and carry her baby. Yeah. From that narration, as as much as we take Bible words literally, what's used us and run with it, then it became the quote of the day. That it is okay to say that, oh, when you're going to have a child, I want the strength of the Hebrew woman. Mm. But it also does not mean that anybody who does not have a child that way is less of a woman or less of a mother. But unfortunately, and that's why I say that it, it, it is a lot of ignorance. And sometimes I even think it's crass because, like you said, how is seven layers of my body being cut into two? The first few days when you you are told to get down from the bed and walk so you do not clot, you do not have blood clots after CS. When you get down, for anybody who is being through that, you literally feel like your body is halved. Wow. And you're walking, you try you are trying to walk with that. Yet, so much ignorance and crass, and we think that that, that is a, an easier option. There's nothing easy about any form of childbirth. Nothing easy. I, I've had both, and there's nothing easy about it. So I, I don't know why as women, and I, I come back to it again, it is women who do it more often. We tend to antagonize each other with things that we should even have pity on. I mean, when somebody says that, look at our hospitals, somebody goes to have a baby and they are they are seeing they are in pain, you get other women telling yeah. them that they're being a bit too much about it. Yeah. Meanwhile, our level of withstanding pain is totally different. What you, you will feel is painful, maybe will be different to somebody. What we are supposed to do is have empathy 
for each other because we sort of walk along the same paths and we should know this. I keep telling people that the stuff our mothers say that, oh, when you have a baby, you forget the pain and go back to it. It is not true. It's not true. It is just that it, be, it is not true. I can close my, my eyes and remember all the pains I have oh, been, yeah. been through. Through the ones I lost, didn't lose, the ones who survived and all that. I can still remember. It's just that we, we, we kind of learn how to live through our pains and move on with life. So there are some things that we even need to stop saying. When I hear people say on radio that, oh, Boko Sawo, I get very upset because most of the time for people who are even saying that they've never, ever, ever, ever experienced anything like that. But it's become such a crass saying that everybody says it as, at some point. And I think that we need to, as women, it starts with us. We need to have more empathy towards each other and be more kind towards each other. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you um, because if we stood up for each other, considering that childbirth and 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 the whole nine months and the birthing process is something that is completely exclusive to women, I think that if women stood up for each other, we would be able to change the way these conversations are had. Because, I mean, I remember when I had um, my son, I went to the doctor. I came back to Ghana, I went to the doctor here, and he was trying to check and see how I was healing. You know, he was opening me up with that that tool and thing. And I was like, ouch. And he was like, oh, it's not that painful. And I was like, how do you know? Do you have a, a VV? Do you have one? Oh, my God. I was so upset. I mean, I was lying on the doctor's table with my yeah. legs spread open. Yeah. And this doctor is telling me it's, it's not, not that, that painful. painful. <laughs> like, what, what do you know about this? Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But obviously, if you have a doctor who's a woman who's had children... You know, even not, because we have all these period pains. We have so many things going on, so mm. you can relate to. Mm. Anyway, let me not digress. The point I'm trying to make is that if we women, like Whitney is saying, mm -hmm. stood up for each other, these things will end. And now you know how much I hate to church bash, mm -hmm. but I'm coming for the church next because a lot of us go to church. What are we hearing in church about women having children? You tell me. You probably go to church more than me. <laughs> So, so sometimes the church is even the worst place for some of these things mm -hmm. because they, they start from when will you get married and then now when you get married, then now they are looking forward to their children. And then some would come to you directly to ask what is happening. Another one would either die, um, how do I call it, would um, disguise it and come and say, oh, Afise say, oh, Nanta Fonaba. Officer say not this. Officer say not that. So you are just giving the person unnecessary pressure. Mm -hmm. Some to uh, maybe went to give an offering for something, or and just when you put the, the money in the offering bowl, by the time you are returning, oh yes, um, as you have given, oh may twins be your portion. Wow, we are dashing twins now. And <laughs> and then, wow. And then you know you go like ah. I'm not saying these are my experiences, but I've seen, but you've seen done them to and people. And also, yes. Marilyn, a lot of times I mm -hmm. find that when you're in the religious setting mm -hmm. and people see you 
and 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 they want to pray for you mm -hmm. it's almost as if the most important thing in a woman's life is the children is marriage and children yes. and so as soon as a woman is called forward or as soon as you there's something it's like okay marriage and children mm -hmm. marriage and children mm -hmm. marriage it has happened to me so many times there have mm -hmm. been so many men of god stroke mm -hmm. prophets who've mm -hmm. called me to pray for me to have children yes. i'm like i have children I have. but your <laughs> assumption is because i'm walking around without my children yeah but i have don't have to. Mm -hmm. so that also kind of perpetuates the your value mm -hmm. I, why would you call a woman and not pray for anything other not than pray for money not pray, not for, pray for money for wealth for establishments yes. in her career for yes. long life mm -hmm. but it's children why it's children. because it's a societal thing i think over the years we've just had this narrow mindset of relegating women to the background no so, matter what you do no matter what until you, do. you have children until you marry and, and have, have children, children you are worst not complete case, but worst case if you can't find a man at least have a child did you see the facebook post somebody posted mm -hmm. that a oh, women who are hitting forwards if you're not mm -hmm. finding a husband yes have a then child. it's time to advise yourself find mm -hmm. somebody's husband and have a child with because oh. really having a child is that yes and you know it's it's even worse when you also now go to the hospitals mm. and then maybe you're growing but you are not yet married and um you go for a scan and all of a sudden you you hear that you have a fibroid mm. and then ah so then the doctors also start yeah so you know um about um how old are, are you um, thinking of getting married anytime soon you so there's nobody yet oh well but um so the christian ones will now you know start retreating a little but those who don't necessarily believe in morality will just go Oh, by well you nowadays you don't really need the husband to have a child so because you know when the womb is empty you know those are explanations when the yeah. womb is empty that is when My the fibroid told me that comes. a few months ago yeah. Bam. so at the end of the day everything is just it's like for a woman once you don't have a child there are so many things that can happen but if a woman comes to the hospital with a fibroid mm -hmm. is the only cure having a child yeah, because when we remove it your womb will still be idle but the womb must be filled you don't get yes. it. <laughs> wow. Um, yes. Whitney, let's move on to mm -hmm. responses. Mm -hmm. What do you feel are some of the adequate responses that we, we, we need to start having as women when we are confronted with this whole baby shaming thing from, from society to the church? How do we respond? I... <laughs> I'm one of those people who I I am as blunt as they come. I my my close my close friends keep saying that I can never be a politician because if my mouth doesn't say it, my eyes will say it, and it's either black or white. So I I equip women to because you know people have no decorum. So you need to get to a point where what they say to you. It's not a reflection of who you are. Else, if you do not take time, you start becoming a reflection of what everybody says and become a shell of who you are. So people need to own their single lives. Own, I am not yet at the stage where I want to have a baby. Listen, when we went, we, my husband and I, when we were going through our our journey before we had kids it got to a time if anybody asked him that oh so why are the babies not in he would tell them that oh god knows children are expensive so he's waiting for him to make a little more money then we can have the children on the other hand i would ask you are you bringing me money 
are you going to buy the formula? Are you going to buy the diapers? Because I am not going to have a baby and be half, half about anything I want for my children. So if you are neither going to give me this or that or that, then you are no contributing factor of how I should live my life. People have, like, and at a point people said, oh, it's because she likes wearing high heels. That's why the babies are not coming. It's, it's because she works a lot. That's why people will find every and any reason to talk. A church, church where you think you will get sympathy. I mean, what what um, the lady said, very true. There are times when you even go for baby showers and baby christening and if you don't have a baby some go as far as they will take somebody's baby and touch your stomach with it and say that oh, in a year's time it will be your portion and all that sometimes they don't even know that you just suffered a miscarriage sometimes they don't even know that listen it is not in my plans and these are people that it, it it's not like they have their lives if people really have their lives figured they won't be so concerned about other people's lives. I keep saying this thing. If you have your life figured, you know what is going on in your life. There are things that shouldn't concern you. There's a thing line between you showing concern about somebody's life and you just not having any decorum or minding your business. And people need to stop wallowing in self-pity and know that, like I said, they are so phenomenal, they are whole, with or without a baby or a husband. So that if somebody says it to you, you, I, I have um, taught my boys how when people are mean to them, they should respond back and ask the people that, what you're saying to me, if I say same to you, how would you feel? And it's the same. It's because in a society, we are trained as very Ghanaian where you are supposed to be very polite even when you're being hurt. And that needs to stop. People need to mind their wounds and mind their own business. I was just looking up the Bible quote that says, mind your own business. Because every time I say, people say that's not in the Bible. But before we go on a break, let me let me give you a work. Go open your Bible. Those of you that you've made it your points to be asking people when they're having children. And read first Thessalonians chapter 4, 11 to 12. It says, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business. Mm -hmm. Mind your own business mm. about whether people are getting married, whether people are having children, especially things that are that sensitive as people having children and people. I mean, even the Bible again says that the same way that we do not know how the bones come together of a child in um, in a woman's womb is the same way that we don't know the ways of God, which means that it's not something that you have control over. So can you leave people who are not having children alone? Like, can you just leave us alone? <laughs> we'll be back right after this break. This is still strong and oh sassy. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> hey. 
steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. On Sunday, the 27th of August, 2023, at 4pm, come join Perez Music as he presents the second edition of Glorified, a spirit-filled worship concert. This year's theme is Grace and Mercy, ministering with Perez Music, our Pastor Joe Beecher. Cindy Thompson and CC Beidou. The venue is the Victory Bible Church International, Dominion Sanctuary, Awoshi. Rate is absolutely free. Come join us as we lift our voices in worship, for indeed, if not by the grace and mercies of God, where will we be? This event is powered by Joy Entertainment. Welcome back. This is Strong and Sassy here on your Superstation, um, Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Enimo Enimado, and we're talking about baby shaming. We're talking about those of you that you have made it to your point, mm-hmm. that you're going to be asking women when they're having children, why they haven't have had children, mm-hmm. and accusing people that of wearing high heels, mm-hmm. which is why they're not having mm-hmm. children. Yeah. Imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll just walk up to you, Jai, high heels, Nishika Kakras, and you'll be a little bit to me, and what you say. Wow. Oh, yes. Amazing. Um, okay, so I, I told you guys earlier that we had um, Adolf on. It feels so weird to say there's a man on the show. But anyways, Adolf is on. Uh, Adolf, we just want to have a quick chit-chat about the mental health side of all of this. Because you know us Ghanaians, right? No matter how tough things get, we say, oh, oh, it's in God's hands. And so a lot of times we hide our um, mental health issues underneath that cloak of, you know, we're going to be fine and everything is okay. But I just want you to take us briefly through what it could mean for a woman who is having this internal battle um, with not being able to have children yet. Um, And obviously the pressure that society puts on her as well. Well, thank you very much, Anima, for having me. I've been listening in intently, and um, I appreciate all the points that have been made. Of course, there are mental health consequences to the experiences of not having a child because of all the pressures that you 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 you've earlier talked about. So, not having a child becomes a stressor, particularly for women. And the experience is gendered simply because we think that in our society, whether a family, a couple will have children or not, it depends on a woman. But as we have been, we've heard this evening on the show, infertility cuts both ways. And men equally go, uh, go through that experience, contribute to infertility as well. So the most important thing is about stigma. How do you contend with stigma? Because you are reduced to nothing, as if it don't matter. You live in a society where you are growing up, but you are not grown, quote unquote. Because one marker of becoming an adult, one sociocultural factor of becoming an adult is getting married and having children of, and having children. And if you are a woman and you haven't really met this criteria, 
society looks down upon you. They even deny you your role in the family. They may be conferring with your younger sisters, younger uh, brothers who have children and will be sidelining you. What does that do? It means you are, you are alienated from your society and that will lead to you alienating yourself. That is a serious mental health consequences. Of course, not having children and being radical and because of the high value we place on having children, most marriages break down because of this fact. So there is marital instability. The bulk of it defends that force of women. Why? Because for women, women have been socialized to feel that without marriage and without having children, they are not complete, as our sister just uh, talked about. So that really, really affects women's psychological well-being. And of course, there is depression. Can you imagine going through all of this? Your, uh, within your own family, your in-laws, everybody is at you. You, be you begin to think that you are the reason why some of this are, are happening. You cannot sleep. Sadly, sadly, some women would even take their own life as a result of the humiliation that they suffer. They will go through all manner of difficulties and drudgery just so that they can give birth. So we are not even sensitive to the mental health toll this experience have uh, uh, for, for, for women in particular. So yes, the, 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 the reason why it is such a big deal is because of the value we place on, our children, on children in our society. Remember, as a society, we are very pronatal. Children are of extreme value, economically, psychologically, and spiritually. What do we say? Children are a blessing from God. So if you don't have one, have you been blessed or not? Oh, not yeah. I want children so that they can continue my legacy. If you don't have one, can you be relied on or not? And then there is that utilitarian value. Who will take care of me mm. in my old age? But apart from the uh, the kind of social security connotation that some pe people will place on children. So putting all of this together, it presents a serious mental health challenge for, for women. And when I was getting ready for this show, and I think as a way of helping, mm. particularly women in dealing with this, the support from their husbands is very critical. It's very critical. You know, a friend, a brother just told me whilst I was getting ready for the show that they had an issue like that. For 10 years, they didn't have children. But he was very sensitive, so he he was supporting the wife. His mother realized something was quote unquote wrong after two years mm. and called him, my son, what is happening? And then he took his time and explained to his mother that, okay, this is between me and my wife, okay? 
and the mother understood and the mother provided the support that is the man's mother unfortunately the woman's mother was the one who was the problem so if we're going to deal with this honestly then as a whole society we must begin to really change the narrative that are pervasive right putting so much pressure on women okay I, I get that um thank you so much for for your contribution and like you said it's it's every every battle can't be fought and won by women alone and and i absolutely love it when i hear men coming you know to, to the defense of their families and, and their wives let's take um a few of the messages and then um, we're, we're running out of time unfortunately but um this one says good evening sns crew on this topic i don't understand our society but i <laughs> i firmly stand with tupac and since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. That's from Neo Dote. Um, Vincent says, the way Mother's Day is celebrated, especially in churches, is a form of baby shaming. They have a way of making women feel, um, they have a way of making women with no children feel inadequate or incomplete. Francis says, are we not past that thinking? Ghanaians are copying everything from the West. So why are they not learning how Western women opt not to have children i'm thinking we should promote against that mentality okay um the majority of people are dissatisfied with who they are and what they've got they just want to be in competition with you why won't we just be happy um for each other okay majority of africans are brainwashed through the traditional religious and cultural practices that every human must marry and birth children this is the root cause of stigma meanwhile the reality is not everyone is meant to uh, marry or have children some will have both others will have one and some none not everything practiced by our forefathers did us good and this is one of them till the majority begin to unlearn this archaic conditioning and relearn reality the stigma won't stop the solution starts by addressing the stated above root cause another as if anyone asks you when you'll have a child or marry Reply with a smile, I will when you die. And they won't ask you again. <laughs> Nana Chrissy, that's a good one. Um, anyone, can you repeat the Bible quotation? Don't worry, it will be the benediction for today's show. So um, please share. Okay, share. Okay, so I'll share the Bible. Um, so Marilyn, we have about five minutes. I'll give you two minutes and then I'll give Whitney um, two minutes as well. I could see that you were taking notes. So do you just want to share your, your final thoughts on... Yes. So anymore, I just want to encourage every woman out there that um, sometimes God deprives us of certain things to be able to allow us to help others mm. if 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 the world was perfect with everything in it then of course we wouldn't need doctors we didn't need anybody anybody yeah yes so there are orphans out there who need help mm. let's help them that is why probably he has not given you one yet to be a blessing to a, another person and sometimes it's even out of being a blessing to another person that he also gives you one also bear in mind that some people have struggled for this and at the end of the day have even died in the process. Yeah. Some have also had children and um, either they are special needs children. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that that's a problem that some people have inherited. Mm. They wanted children, yes, through no fault of theirs. They had special needs children. Now every day they are spending huge sums to be able to take care of these children. I mean, if you, if you were in that person's shoes, I'm sure you would tell yourself, it's okay then I don't even want this. Another person would have given birth, the child grows up to about 23 and suddenly dies. 
investment gone waste. So do we have to rush for anything? Let's be content with where we are in life, knowing that God has got us. And there is always a perfect reason for why things are happening. Marley, you kill me. And Whitney, your final thoughts, please, on the topic. Every woman was born beautiful, whole, phenomenal. In your path and journeys of life, you come into encounters with school and all that comes with it. You get a certificate. That's a compliment and blessing of life. You get married. You do not get married. You have a child. It's all blessings. But Prior to that, you need to put it at the back of your mind that you were whole, you were phenomenal before all the additional blessings came. You were blessed in your own way. These things do not define you. The marriage, children, it does not define you. What defines you is who you are, the impact you leave on society. And we need to stop shaming each other as women. We need to stop saying things that we know that if it's said to us, we will get hurt. Before you say something to somebody, taste your words and see if they, they really taste nice. We need to have some sort of decorum when we are talking to people because we never know what people are going through. much for that Whitney um, and if you're listening to us and you've been believing God to speak to you and he hasn't spoken to you this evening he's speaking to you make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and mind your own business first Thessalonians 4 11. My name is Enimo Enimado. A big thank you to Whitney Boachimensa, Marilyn Suta, and Adolf Ewukubekwe. Maxwell Adbadba is coming up with the 8 o'clock news. If you missed the conversation, you, you can go to my Facebook. I'll post the first Thessalonians there so that you can find it. And if you haven't listened to my song, why? It's on YouTube. Um, so check it out. We'll be back next week. Thank you to the whole team and see you guys next week. Stay safe. 